You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast for episode number 71 on the topic of the one thing you should never, ever lose in life. We're going to get into that in just a second, but in the meantime, I want to give a huge shout out to our partners for our show, Gen M, starting with them. That was a nice rhyme, by the way. Gen M, our partner. If you're a business owner, listen up here. If you're a business owner and you want to scale your team without breaking the bank, this is the organization to do that with. Jen M and I had partnered up for my business even before bringing them onto the podcast to scale my marketing team here at 1B Branding and that's exactly what we've done. So Jen M has a database of remote marketing interns. So even if you're not in a space, if you're not in an office, a you know, a commercial space, Jen M will still be able to supply you with your needs to help you scale, to give you that extra hand and you won't break the bank. I promise you that. So to check them out, head over to the link in our show notes of this episode. And on top of that, shout out to Audible. Audible has been delivering a free audiobook of your choice. Yes, you, the listener, as mentioned, I want to be able to provide as much value as possible outside of the show. And by partnering with Gen M and Audible, we're able to do just that. So if you have not claimed your free audiobook yet, I highly suggest doing so. All you have to do is head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. You'll be able to find that in the show notes as well, just in case you cannot pick up on my heavy New York accent. But today, we are here to talk about the one thing in life that you should never lose. Seriously. And we all lose it. And you want to know why we lose it? Because life becomes more serious. Life begins to shape us through experiences, through our cultural upbringings, through the environments we're brought up in. So much shit has an effect in shaping us, right? Now, what is the one thing that we should never lose in life? And that one thing is our inner child. We should never, ever, ever lose our inner child. And I'm going to point out a few things here. I'm literally getting the chills just talking about this because, I mean, I'm so guilty of this myself. And all of the points that I'm going to hit on are so spot on. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to resonate with this on a high level. Our inner child, just think about it. I'm going to ask this question. How creative were you as a child? Now, here are my examples. If I was in the street, you know, being a New Yorker, right? Growing up in, you know, the boroughs, you play stickball, you play, literally, you make up games, you do whatever. So, just perfect example. When I'm in the street playing wiffle ball with my boys, wiffle ball with my friends, I shouldn't even say my boys because we had girls playing too, we had everyone playing. Everyone on the block was playing, that's just how it goes. Now, when I was playing... I would always characterize myself as someone I looked up to. If I was hitting, I was Barry Bonds. If I was playing the field, I was Ray Ordonez on the New York Mets, one of my favorite players ever because of how amazing he was in the field. If I was pitching, I was John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox. You get what I'm saying? Like I would imagine and creatively become that person. 
If I was playing basketball, I was Michael Jordan, I was Kobe Bryant, I was Kevin Garnett, I was someone of that nature. If I was playing football, I was Jerry Rice, I was Peyton Manning, I was Tom Brady, right? The list goes on. Let me ask this, have you ever played school? Have you ever done something of that nature? It sounds so weird to play school, I actually hated school so much, but I would play it because I wanted to be a teacher or I thought I wanted to be a teacher. You know, like little random things like that, I look back on and I'm like, holy shit, I was so creative. Although I might have been playing, quote unquote, playing school without having any students or maybe one or two, you know, at the same time, it was just like, I was so imaginative, so creative. And I know you were too. It's not just me. We were children. Like, that's just how we thought. I'll give you a perfect another example, just because I can't leave this one out. I legit had... <laughs> it's so crazy to look back on. I legit thought I was Stone Cold Steve Austin for a good portion of time. Like, after my parents got home from work and we settled down, had dinner... Like, you could legit find me jumping off the arm of my couch doing a DDT to a freaking wrestler, like half my size. Like, I was crazy, but, like, I would pin him, I would, like, do all these crazy sort of moves, like, I was just so creative. Like, me and my friends would create leagues and play with action figures, and I, I look back, I'm like, holy shit, where did that creativity go? And it's not to say that I'm not creative, because I own a creative agency, a freaking branding agency, I'm not not creative, but... Are we actually as creative as we once were as children? I'm not saying at your age today, because you're probably 17 or older if you're listening to this podcast, maybe a little bit younger. I'm not saying you're going to round up your friends and pretend you're a teacher. Like, that's just not what a what it, you know, what it is, honestly. Like, you're probably going to speak publicly if you're, if you're going to do something of that nature. But I think you get the point that I'm conveying here. It comes down to not losing that creativity and the list goes on, right? How about this one? Curiosity. How often do you stop yourself from asking questions or stating your perspective or opinion because number one, you don't want to look, sound, or come off stupid? Like, does that ever stop you? Now think about as a child, how many damn questions you ask. If you've ever spent, or if you have children, if you ever spend time, or if you have your own children, you know how damn curious children are. In fact, I have a friend of mine who is still as curious as a freaking child, and I used to ridicule him, and I used to call him Jimmy Q's. Jimmy Nolan, shout out to you. Jimmy Q's, the kid would ask questions left and right right, left and right about every single thing. He still does it till this day. Some of his questions are dumb. I'm only kidding, Jimmy. But on a more serious note, like how often do you stop yourself from asking questions or stating your opinion or stating your perspective or just, you know, being curious in life? How often do you find yourself backing away from the unknowns because you're cool with what you have? How often do you go to the restaurant and order the same piece of food? Or how often do you go to the restaurant and not order something you've never had? Right? Literally think about these things. Like we don't explore the unknowns in life because we fear them. We're content and it, it like forget about comfort zones. I'm not trying to even get into that conversation, but the point that I'm trying to convey here is that we lose our curiosity. We don't pick up the language that, you know, we don't pick up the Rosetta Stone to learn the language that we want to learn or we, we've had dreams of learning. We don't travel to the countries as often as we would like. We 
are literally not as curious as we were as children. And that's because life shaped us to this norm. Life becomes more serious. You have to pay bills. You have to do this. You have to do that. So what I'm saying here, again, creativity, curiosity, moving on. How about this one? Childhood excitement. How often do you find yourself getting excited as you did as a child? Now, I'm going to give you this example. This is a an example that might not apply to everyone, but you're going to get exactly what I'm saying. How about the night before Christmas? You legit couldn't go to freaking bed. And don't tell me you could. And if you could, it's because your parents put freaking melatonin in your goodnight milk or whatever the case was. Or maybe you were in a food coma from Christmas Eve. Other than that, as a child, you know damn well you could not go to sleep because you were so damn excited. And you were probably excited for the wrong reason. Maybe not to be with your family, but you know, because you wanted gifts, right? And I guess it applies to other religions that celebrate similar things as well. But this was the example that just came off the top of my head. You know, you were so damn excited. Now ask yourself, when was the last time you experienced childhood excitement like that? It's not that common, right? And when I look at it, I can't tell you the last time that I was childishly excited. Maybe it was for like my last speaking engagement and I was really pumped for it and I was, you know, just juiced up. Maybe it was for, you know, going to hang out with my friends or or something of that nature. But literally as a child, when I look back, that childhood excitement came so much more frequently, right? And when we lose that inner child, we lose all of these things in a way. We lose that creativity or it diminishes. We lose that curiosity or again, it diminishes. We lose that excitement or again, it diminishes. The list goes on. I could sit here and talk to you about so much stuff. How about this one? How about showing your scars? Have you ever been in a cast as a child or maybe you had a scab or a scar from a nasty fall? I can't tell you how many I have. I I just literally told you I've been jumping off arms of couches doing DDTs and the people people's elbows and shit like that. Like I've literally have both. And let me tell you, I was the center of attention when I had either of the two mentioned above having that cast or that scar was like a badge of honor. And as an adult, it's quite the opposite. When you look at it closely, especially now in such a digital age, we want everyone to seem so glorified across social media. Like, Hey, this is me. I'm the king of the castle. I'm the queen of the land. Like, At the end of the day, it would be such a horror if we came off weak to our followers. Like, that's literally how we portray ourselves. The difference between a child and an adult when it comes to showing your scars, a child looks at those battle wounds as a mark of survival and strength. The takeaway here is that wear any losses, weaknesses, and whatever else with pride because it's... Just like your younger self would, right? It's literally to show your experiences, to show what you've been through. Like, it's so insane how much we change and how much we close off. And when I look back to childhood, we represented ourselves in a very genuine and authentic way. And it really sparked this episode. And I actually wrote a blog post about this. I'll even link that in the show notes. And I I mean, I'm really not active on the blog anymore. But man, when I look back on on it, it's it's so crazy. It's so, so crazy how much we change. How about this one? How about worrying? How about worrying? Now tell me, how often did you worry as a child? 
Maybe you worried about not getting the toy you wanted or when you were being taken to the doctor for a shot. I personally hated that and I used to throw temper tantrums. Even after I got the shot, I would legit sit in the back of my parents' car to the point where like my parents had to threaten to leave me in the car. They're like, Matt, I'm we're in my driveway. We pulled into the house and I'm just still upset I got a shot. You know, so like we worried about certain things. But other than that, as I'm sitting here speaking this into the mic, I don't remember ever worrying when I was younger. Maybe it was the trust I had for my parents, keyword trust, you know, trust your abilities, believe in yourself. With that being said, be more like the inner child. Find that inner child again and worry less. You'll have more time to focus on all of the shit that matters. And, you know, I'm saying this all for myself too, so I don't want you to think that I have this inner child mastered. But at the same time, it is something to definitely explore. And I'm going to give you one more example here, just in case my point hasn't hit home yet. How about this? Persistence. Persistence. When I think about it, I was so damn persistent on my pursuit for any and everything I wanted as a child. Literally, let me tell you, if I got GameCube for Christmas and I wanted Xbox, I got Xbox until I freaking, like, bawled my eyes out. At first, you know, I gave it a very kind approach. Hey mom, hey dad, can you get me Xbox? They would tell me no. You just got GameCube. You already have PlayStation, right? Then I would switch modes. Now if you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not a parent, but I am very self-aware of my tactics as a child. So when I do have children, they're in for a very rude awakening because I mastered the art of being a child. (laughs) But then I would change my approach. I would go from the very kind ask to the, I'm going to be an asshole to the temper tantrum back and forth switching until boom, I got it right? So we were so persistent as children and we lose that pursuit or we lose our ways we pursue pursue things. And I'm not saying if you're not getting something you want as a freaking adult to go and act like that. What I'm saying is the underlying factor in it all is the fact that we persisted until we got what we wanted. Now, of course, you might want something that you're not meant to have, right? That's definitely a possibility. That's something we learn over time. But you will also realize and understand signs that are telling you that. So at the end of the day, listen, I could literally go on for days here on this topic. I just really, really wanted to get on here and put this out there. And you're actually going to see in the episode coming up on Thursday with Swish Goswami, I'm, I'm dropping that now, Swish mentions this in the first few minutes of the episode. So it was a no-brainer to talk about this with all of you as well because it's going to resonate home with you. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, like when you look at yourself, and we're all different, but when you look at yourself, when it comes to creativity and curiosity and childhood excitement or childish excitement, you know, showing your scars and owning them and not being scared to say, hey, I went through this, right? I'm not saying you need to broadcast it to the world, but, you know, don't be so hidden. You know, people can learn from that. You could be 
of value to someone. You can impact someone. And I'm not saying you have to put it on social media, but maybe it's someone in your family. Maybe it's someone you're close to. You know what I'm saying? Like showing your scars, worrying or not worrying as a child, right? Persistence and how we pursue our goals, whether it is getting an Xbox instead of a GameCube or, you know, whatever, getting a job, anything of that nature, right? It's so, so true when it comes to how we've changed due to the fact that life became more serious and life began to shape us through everything that we've been through, through those experiences, through our cultural upbringings, through the environment in which we grew up, the schools that we went to, what we decided to pursue. Like It's so, so eye-opening. So what I ask you to do, I ask you to really dive into this for yourself. Literally just be with yourself, sit your, sit in silence, talk to yourself, find out what it was as a child that excited you, you know, whatever the case is and how you could bring that back into your life. Listen, we only have one of these people. We only have one of these. If we are not living it or maxing it out, what are we really doing? We're just going with the flow. And I know that you, yes, you tuned in right now. You are not someone that wants to go with the flow. You want to live your best life. That's exactly why you're diving into a podcast. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a freaking podcast. You would be watching Orange is the New Black all day. Not going to work, not working out, not eating healthy, not reading, not listening to podcasts. You get exactly what I'm saying. So do that for you. Me asking you to do that isn't for me. Me asking you to do that is for you because I want you to be the best version of yourself as I sit here and do this for myself too. You know, and me broadcasting it on this podcast is literally just to spread the good word. I want to be able to impact you. Just like I I mentioned the sponsors or the, the partnerships we have in the beginning of the show, Audible and Gen M. Listen, that's for you. That doesn't do anything for me. It's literally all for you. So do something for yourself today. Don't wait until the weekend. Don't wait until you quote unquote have time. Make the time to do something for yourself. And maybe it's not this exercise. Maybe it's not whatever, right? Maybe it is doing something that excites you like a child. Maybe it is, you know, becoming creative like you were as a child. Maybe it is being curious, going out to a restaurant with someone and trying a new dish. Whatever the case is, just do something for yourself. I promise you, you will love yourself even more for doing something something for yourself. Now, if this resonated with you on a high level, if this touched home, if you felt this was the truth, if you understand the concept, what I'm going to ask you to do is share this with someone because if it resonated with you, if it hit home, if it made sense, if it sounds like, you know, it's the truth, it will most likely 99.9% of the time feel that way for someone else too. So just the way I want to impact you that are tuned in right now, you should want to impact someone else. And this could be exactly how you do that. So what I'm going to ask you to do is just share it with someone, send it over in a text message, put it on social, whatever the case is. And if you do put it on social, just make sure you tag me because I would love to shout you out. And if you haven't yet, if you can rate and review the show, specifically if you're tuned in from iTunes or Apple products, whatever the case is, we are trying to hit 200 ratings and reviews and we are close to it. So you have the power, you have the choice, you have the ability to help us achieve our goal here at Decoding Success and in return, we will be able to continuously provide you with value just like this. So everyone, until next time, listen, actually, before I even go, make sure you do that thing for yourself, seriously. But until next time, be blessed. Peace.